Hello and welcome to another coffee soda of They Don't Teach This in Law School. I'm your host, Charlie Mann of law firm Alchemy, enjoying a nice cup of reheated drip coffee. I know you're not supposed to do that. I should have dumped it down the drain. But as uh, many people know, as much as I love coffee, I have an admitted gutter palate for the stuff and will drink just about any swill that is available because at the end of the day, it is coffee, except for the stuff that is like the cinnamon Dunkin' Donuts or the, you know, hazelnut caramel peppermint, you know, like the Keurig pod type of stuff as well um, that has those flavors baked into it. That just tastes like chemical to me. I hate it. Anyhow. What I want to talk about today is I was inspired by um, a new acquaintance of mine, Adam Boyd, uh, who is Adam P. Boyd on uh, middle initial P. Boyd on LinkedIn. I saw him uh, post about, you know, the reason that people hire attorneys. It's not for the motion that you file. It is for the problem that you solve. And I love that language because this is a critical concept in marketing. Most people, especially if you want to charge higher prices and or and or work with uh, higher value clients, if, say, you're in a contingency fee space where obviously you, you, the value is is brought to you rather than just what's in the bank account, uh, the those individuals are purchasing the outcome, not the process. And yet so much of the selling that people try to do is in the process. But the truth is very few people care about how it gets done. They just care that it gets done. So if you look in any business, you can find this to be true. Let's look at lawn care as an example. What you're buying is not the mowing. You're not buying the trimming. You're not buying the weeding. You're really buying a beautiful lawn that completely outshines all of the other lawns around you. Or at least if you're in a higher end neighborhood, that's what you're doing. At the lower end of the spectrum, there are people who are literally buying, uh, I need someone to mow the lawn. I will buy that. Chances are they will buy the cheapest provider because they are buying a basic process, right? It, on the higher end, people are buying a that look, that feel, that social status, and they will pay up market to get those advantages. So I have a neighbor who's who's a couple doors down from me, absolutely immaculate immaculate lawn, one of the best lawns in the neighborhood perfect landscaping. Every tree seems to be trimmed like the type of person who goes to the barber literally every single week, right? And every hair is in its perfect place. And and, and I know that he is spending more money than anyone else, uh, for the most part, at least on my street. The reason I know is because when the the lawn care company parks out front, I was curious because it wasn't one of the normal lawn care companies that I see in the neighborhood regularly. So I researched them and it was very clear uh, that their pricing is higher because everything that they do is more comprehensive. They have no interest in mowing the lawn one time. They are there to be the full service caretaker for your yard to have the home that stands out and creates massive property value. This is the positioning that they use. Positioning being a vital word. Your position as someone who creates outcomes, who solves problems, who fixes it, that is the ultimate position. You don't need to be the person who writes great briefs. 
You don't need to be the person who, hey, you know, we have a comprehensive paperwork solution for that estate plan. People don't need to know how it's going to get done. They just want to know what is going to get done and why you are the optimal solution for it. The optimal solution being someone who can produce it better or faster in this case, because we're not going to be the people who reduce it for cheaper. When you produce it for cheaper, you are in the business of uh, of competing on price. You are in a commodity business at that point. So think about when you are promoting your legal services. And by the way, this is this is really important if you have any associates or intake people or anyone who are doing selling for you, they have to understand this idea. There is no getting around them grasping that you sell the outcome, not the process, because they will hang their hats on process during a selling situation right away because it is easy. It is the default. They, Someone who calls in for a criminal defense case, they will go to, well, you know, when we when you hire us, what we're going to do is that and they're going to walk them through the rhythm. And here's something that might happen next. So you're going to come in and meet with your da-pa-pa. That's not helpful to that individual because that just sounds like a lot of work. What they want to know is, are you moving fast to help them? Are you able to provide a great solution? And have you worked with people like them before? It is funny. You have to remember that every person who calls up your law firm really sees their situation as unique, even if it is just another DUI, even if it is just another bankruptcy filing, just another divorce. They see their situation as deeply unique because it is a one of one experience for them, you know, for the most part. Some people will be in repeat situations, but for them, this is a singular moment in the life as opposed to the hundreds or even thousands of moments of life that your law firm experiences that are close to duplicative. When you sell that individual on your process, you are selling them on this is not unique. This is, we're going to do this. We're going to repeat this over and over again. And by the way, I'll talk a little bit about when process is an appropriate sales too, because there are people who do get curious about the process. You know, something as simple as like, how often will I need to meet with my attorney? There are spaces to insert process into this. But if you are just focused on selling the process, it sounds like you are one of a million for us. You are another hamburger at McDonald's, but at a high-end restaurant, we're talking about the experience. We're, we're playing to the customer. Even though, yes, they're ordering off the menu, we're making suggestions and telling them why, oh, that order, here's why that's going to be great. What a smart decision for them. That changes the dynamic to be more outcome-focused, more experiential-focused, and you can charge higher prices. You can bring in better clients. And for those of you who are saying, oh, well, I can't affect the amount of money that I make. It's a contingency fee. What about more compliant clients? What about clients who actually listen to you, who respect the advice that you give, who see you as the wise counsel to them? That comes from being outcome-oriented. 
The reason it comes from being outcome oriented is because process is made up of many steps and many steps means many opportunities to litigate or second guess how something should be done. I'm not using litigate in the literal sense. I'm really using it in the to argue with, to make a case against sense like, oh, well, you know, uh, I, I don't know about talking to the insurance company. You know, I might like to be on some of those calls. Well, no, that's not how it works. We take over this. But if I've gone into all the process, they may start looking at altering the process. You know what they don't want to alter? They don't want to alter a phenomenal outcome, but when it's the process, and I think of like estate planning in particular here, when you start detailing all the process that gives little individual units for them to go, well, maybe, do you know, do we have to do that? Is it, is it necessary to do this? Oh, I get it. Uh, can we reduce that from the four different things that you said, which sounds expensive to maybe two of them? What are the two most important? If we just sell them on the bigger outcome overall of here's what's going to happen with your money. Here's how we protect the money for you, for your family, or let's say it's uh, elder law work. You know, here's how we're going to get you beneath the cap. Here's how we're, we're uh, going to stash away that four $400,000 of assets properly. So that way um, it doesn't show up anymore. And you know, your nursing home care can be taken care of. These are all outcomes that it doesn't matter how it happens. It just has to happen for them. And if we just tell them, this is what's going to happen, we're going to, you have this certain amount of money and you want it passed down in as protected a fashion as possible. And I'm talking about protected against the IRS. I'm talking about protected uh, against maybe some family members. Maybe there's a you know a son-in-law or a daughter-in-law who you want to make sure that you keep the money within the family. You love them, but this is hard-earned money that you want to make sure always shows up in the pockets of your blood relatives. If we're you know putting a simple term on it. And so we're going to make sure that every bit of paperwork goes in the direction that you really intend for it to go. So what I want to ask you about are your intentions, the big outcome that you're looking for when this paperwork needs to be executed. I'm going to show you how we're going to reduce infighting in your family and honor your wishes, both for what you do as you know a leader of your family and also a leader in your community. I don't need to tell them like, oh, you know, hey, we're going to it's going to be this type of trust. OK, here's how we're going to do a charitable trust. Here's how we're going to set up some certain rules for your grandkids to be able to access money. At the end of the day, I want them to know here's the outline. OK, you're talking about your grandkids. You want them to have access to the money at the age of 25. That's when they can start tapping into it. Uh, but you also want to fully fund uh, any college accounts. What's the amount that you want put aside for there? Great. They don't need to know then all the little details that go into the paperwork. They just want to know that you are going to execute on their wishes. This is true across every single practice area, bar none, that focusing on outcome is the more powerful tool for you in marketing and selling. I will even use law firm alchemy as, as an example here. If I were to just focus people on, hey, we're going to talk a couple times a month as my primary sales tool for what coaching is, do you think I would have clients? No. Well, I mean, the clients I would have would be heavily price conscious, but that's not the type of client that I'm working with. I'm not working with someone who needs to nickel and dime their way through this process. I need someone who understands this is the outcome that we're achieving. I'm going to push and drive you to that outcome, provide you with the coaching and the strategic guidance on the back end. So that way you get there faster and at an even bigger level than you expected to. And oh, by the way, you're going to feel great 
the whole time that you're doing it. And we're going to be considerate of the fact that you are a father, mother, husband, wife. And we're going to think about um, how all of it fits together in your life. That all, none of that involves like a bunch of process. Uh, yeah, I will at the end tell you, hey, we're going to look at a couple of action items every single time. You're going to be held accountable. Here are some of the ways that you will be held accountable, et cetera. But that only comes in at the end if someone has questions about it. But otherwise, it's just about the outcome because then I can say, okay, and like with estate planning, okay, in order to get that outcome, here's what I'm going to put in place. Here's what I'm going to put in place for us. Here's how we're going to handle this situation. Here's how we're going to talk going forward. Um, and, you know, there's only a couple of plans to select from, quite frankly, although new coaching programs coming out soon. If you are curious about those coaching programs and you want a first crack at them, you need to reach out to me as soon as humanly possible because it will. there will be very limited spaces in this coaching program if you want to get involved. Send me a message. Send me a message on either LinkedIn or shoot me an email, Charlie, C-H-A-R-L-E-Y at lawfirmalchemy.com, and I will make sure that you have first crack at, again, very limited spaces. But if you, and there will be big outcomes driven in this coaching program, I could promise you that much. But if all I did was focus on those few processes, I wouldn't have any clients. I just wouldn't. And this is the issue I actually see with a lot of coaching businesses out there. And it's definitely one of the issues that I see in law firms that are trying to increase their prices, whether that's a billable hour, higher contingency fees, or flat fee arrangements. So if you focus on the outcome, you will be more confident. Your team will be more confident. Make them understand the value of selling the outcome and everything improves across the board. All right, that's it for now. I hope that you enjoyed this over a nice cup of coffee, maybe your morning jog. Whenever I say jog, I want to say yog just for the fun of it, but your morning jog or a quick walk. And uh, I will see you in the next episode of They Don't Teach This in Law School.